Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew, the diabetic Dynamo Dopes, Hello. my type one best friend, uh, and joined as always by our producer, Brendan, the producer Pika. Guys, we are here for our part two of our week two recap. And we are excited to break down the NFC home games. Are you guys ready to bring the heat and the analysis? Absolutely. Is that some oh, heat for you? I, I just don't want to smack you. <laughs> don't bring the heat. Don't bring the heat. I, I, that was good. And you did exactly what I was asking. I'm just feeling feisty towards you. I get excited. <laughs> I drank four monster energies before we started. This. Oh my God. Is your heart, does your heart stop? No. Or does it go so fast? It seems like it's not. Stopped? Yeah, I can't feel anything anymore. I'm numb. (laughs) We got to get into the match. We're getting sidetracked already. Oh, it's going to be hard to move on from that. This happens like every other episode. (laughs) It was so dumb. Uh, Part one was so just formal, and we just went off the rails uh, like minute one. All right, Batman, let's yeah. break down the first game here. <laughs> uh, this was a great one. I think the game of the week, the New England Patriots Loved it, man. falling to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, main takeaway for me, Cam Newton, welcome to being a top 10 QB. Uh, mm-hmm. And Andrew, I just want to say suck it. You know, he was my pick for, <laughs> for the season. All what right. quarterback could finish as a as a top five. Uh-huh. Uh, and Hot damn, he is un fuego. Uh, he's pretty good. He oh, is he's, pretty good. he's pretty good. Yeah, he's That's, pretty. Oh, good. he's pretty good. He's pretty okay. Good. Shut up. It, it is he a is good pick. He had awesome, heck of a game. He's been great, and he almost had another rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, and arguably should have at the very end of the game. Cam Newton, welcome to for sure top ten. I think matchup proof. Bill Belichick has unlocked Cam Newton. My biggest question mark after week one, he rushed 15 times. I'm like, okay, obviously he can run the ball. He'll get yep. that value oh, there. No. That gives him a safe floor. It However, was, people asked, can he do it against a good defense? I'm setting yes. you up. I'm setting oh, you up for this. Yeah. And, and I was going to say also before I address that oh, point okay. is my big question mark is he's been a pretty notoriously bad thrower um but he showed last night he showed maturity he showed poise accuracy and with kind of garbage at wide receivers so one uh, good player there i I was thrilled um he was able to get it done through the air which is something that i think was a major question mark for cam newton so kudos to newton kudos to belichick Mm -hmm. and he got it done against a really good seattle seahawks defense yeah, so that was, that was that's awesome. my big takeaway. Huge fan of Cam. Uh, Julian Edelman, you know, I think he, it's been a long time since he got targets like that. <laughs> he's, he doesn't, he didn't used to have to go deep with Tom. He's so got to be exhausted. He's, yeah, he's getting used today, to that yeah. for sure. Um, outside of Cam and Edelman, I'm not excited about anybody on this team. Not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, I mean, But an exciting team in general. Oh. Yeah, I am. Th- I have Cam pretty much everywhere, and I'm mm. thrilled about it. Uh, over to the Seahawks side, everybody. This is this is a awesome team. I'm so happy Pete Carroll and the Seahawks are letting Russell Wilson do his thing. It's proving to be a very wise decision. Starting the season two and zero, 
Russell Wilson, I think, has a legitimate case to be viewed as the QB1. MVP as well. Yeah, MVP. He's a stud. Uh, Metcalf, Lockett, Andrew, you are a clairvoyant. Um, Both were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Metcalf had the longer touchdown uh, and burned Gilmore bad. That that was disrespectful. That was dirty. I've never seen Gilmore like that. Gilmore, oh, you could just tell Gilmore just hates himself. He's just so used to <laughs> to winning these one on ones, and he he locked. bounced off. He bounced off Metcalf. Yeah, Gilmore um, lost this week. Yeah, that yo, was he took a big L. I think that was one of the first times I've ever seen him actually take an L. Yes, it um, was crazy to see. Yeah, Metcalf is fantastic. I think truly will be a fantastic phenomenal player in this league yeah. uh lockett is a solid solid high-end wide receiver too in my mm-hmm. opinion not a huge stat line but he continues to get those opportunities he gets targets I, a lot yeah i think he is the silent DK, hero DK. of this team mm-hmm. will disley greg olson no thank you but chris carson another big stat line um you know i think you can safely start both wide receivers safely start wilson uh, and Chris Carson, and feel yeah. really good about it. Yeah, it's just an awesome team. Uh, high, very high scoring basically every game. So, yeah, well said. Yeah, as fun as this game was, uh, let me introduce you to Aww. the New York Giants who face the Chicago Bears. Remember when um, they are supposed to be good, the Giants this year? I, I don't, actually. I remember being like, hang People on. People were excited about them. Yeah, being like they got Barkley. Yeah, they got well, Daniel they Jones in his second <laughs> year. They got three talented receivers. Well, okay, two. Now, yeah, two, and now, yeah, one because Shepard's out with turf toe. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, you know, truthfully, uh, let's start with the giant side. The big news: Saquon Barkley out for the season with a torn ACL. Devastating. Sterling Shepard will most likely miss to miss a couple weeks with turf toe. Um. Not nobody cares compared to the Barkley. No, news. less big news. I actually didn't even realize that until yep. like Mr. Afterthought. Ju- yeah, I was just everyone was so caught up on, on Barkley. So, yeah, uh, obviously, terrible news for this Giants team. Mm-hmm. They go from a potential dark horse to just sad. Yeah, um, man, uh, I Dean Lewis is who jumps to mind as the replacement but I don't think Deion Lewis can do anything what Barkley did. And I wouldn't have Lewis as a recommended flex. Either. It's it's not exciting. I think he's rosterable just to, to see what he can uh, do, but I, I just would, don't think he is I would I, wait before you start him. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, I think they're going to sign Devonte Freeman. Uh, yeah, I don't think, huge. yeah, Deion Lewis just isn't a standalone running back. So no, I, I don't see him as a, as a workhorse back. He, I don't think he can be the, the only guy carrying the load, but I he he is a, a red zone guy. He got a touchdown. I'm trying to think of good things to say about him. Yeah, uh, I will say lot. this: if you're in a league where you can pick up players immediately, uh, or depending when you're listening to this, make a claim for Devonte Freeman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Huge. it could be after waivers. He could be signed to the Giants, and that's likely what it's going to be. Um. You know, if you can get him for cheap, awesome. So if you have a roster spot to burn, I think Devontae Freeman would be a good speculative yeah. ad. That's and if he doesn't risk. sign, you can get out of it pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So 
something to look into. Uh, yeah, this Giants season is over, in my humble opinion. We'll see what Daniel Jones can do. Over to the Bears. Oh, I guess, you know, let me start stick with the Giants. Uh, Evan Ingram, you know, first half of the game was invisible. Uh, he pulled it together. You know, not not a great day, but he did enough to not embarrass you. Yeah. Uh, I am still excited. I do think I want to see more from Ingram. You know, he's had a lot of opportunities these two weeks, and he has not done a ton with them. So I, I want to see him connect. Uh, Noah Fant's been rising, in my opinion. Evan Ingram has been staying the same, if not falling. They're close right now, in my opinion. I would still start Ingram, um, especially because of the quarterback controversy in Denver. Yeah. But yeah. it's close. It's close. Yeah, I would like to see more out of him. That's two not-so-great weeks in a row. Uh, over to the Bears' side of the ball. Trubisky falls back to earth, uh, turns back into a pumpkin. Um, Montgomery showed he is a stud. And I think if you own him, you got a steal. He's somebody I was really excited about. If he was healthy, he looked good, especially he went late after too, in drafts. Oh, absolutely! Like yeah, people kind of gave up on him, but I think you have a really solid RB two if you mm-hmm. did draft him, especially after this week. He looks solid. It was against the Giants, but you know I think Montgomery is a respectable player. Robinson, rough week. Anthony Miller, rough week. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, this is just a passing game. I think that's just in flux while this team tries to figure out their identity. I think Matt Nagy might not be there all that much longer. Hot seat, yep. Hot seat, indeed. Adam Gase. Uh, Anybody you want to discuss? Tariq Cohen, I think, can be cut. Yeah, he's gone. Um, Yeah, those are my feelings on the Bears. I Uh, I would say the only question would be, if we go back to the Giants, would be, the receiving game now that Shepard's out. Any interest in Golden Tate or Slayton? Uh, love Slayton. Don't yeah. like Tate. There you go. Same with me. Boom. I one's like possible, it. One's not. Uh, and with the Bears, I should say Robinson. I'm not freaking out. You know, he's no. a fantastic player. It will come. Yep. Uh, the next game we have to break down is the Carolina Panthers, who took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The big news: Christian McCaffrey hurt. He will miss four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. But in true McCaffrey fashion, he did everybody a solid and scored two touchdowns before he got hurt. Good guy, McCaffrey. Um, Obviously, huge blow. You took him number one or number two overall. Uh, I spent big money on him in an auction league, and that hurts uh, a little too close to home. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so it goes. Mike Davis is his direct replacement in Carolina. Uh, and I think he's a, a solid pickup. Um, he looked fine <laughs> uh, replacing Christian McCaffrey. Is he anywhere as exciting? No, but he looked competent. He, so he I was think he, involved in the receiving game a lot more than yeah. I expected. Yeah, he'll be a solid yards, flex so. play, especially in PPR. Yeah. Um, other than that, how do you feel about the receivers? Robbie Anderson looks like Holy a legitimate crap. playmaker. Yeah, and I think he he's is somebody legit. he should be picked up no matter what, and I think potentially be a, a solid flex wide receiver three option week after week. Absolutely, and then Curtis Samuel is done. I'm done with him. Yep, yeah, donezo. Trade uh-huh. him to the Packers. Well, let's not do that. Um, but yeah. I, fantasy-wise, I don't. I don't <laughs> like Curtis Samuel at all. DJ Moore, are you holding, selling, or buying? 
Oh, I'm I'm holding. Holding? Yeah, holding. Yeah. I mean, people, you put up exactly what you want from him. Eight receptions, 120 yards, and I don't see that slowing down soon, especially with the questions in the run game. Yeah, a rough week one, redeems himself in week two. Uh, I love DJ Moore, and I think losing McCaffrey will only add to that need for DJ yeah, Moore. Absolutely. Um, you know, over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Leonard Fournette with a big rushing touchdown. Uh, Ronald Jones disappoints. This is no longer a backfield I want any stock in. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to split it between Fournette and Jones. I don't think Fournette runs away with it. I don't think Jones wins the job outright. It's going to be so, like Tampa Bay last year. Yeah, yeah, that is a. There will be fantasy points to be had, um, but if you had my luck last year, I always started Ronald Jones the weeks where you shouldn't, and benched him in the weeks that you should. So hey, it's, at least Shady's not involved as much. That's true. Expected one yes. rush for negative five yards. There you go. Yeah, there you go. If you started Lashawn McCoy, that is what you deserved. Yeah, uh, you Tom Brady looks pedestrian. Still trying to figure out this team. Chris Godwin was out, but he did pass concussion protocol. Uh, so it is looking like he will play week three. Mike Evans, good day. Thank you, Mike. Um, Scotty, Scotty Miller, let me down. Um, disappointing. You know, I, I thought he was going to take a big step forward with Godwin out, um, but that wasn't the case. He's still somebody I'm looking at. I would not roster him in a regular 10 to 12 team league, uh, but dynasty, I think he is still interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Other than that, OJ Howard, Rob Gronkowski, barf and Dumb. double barf. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski's gone. OJ Howard. I think you can do worse, but mm-hmm. uh, once again, so many other options you can, you can move on from it. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons falling to the Cowboys, your boys, uh, Falcons, Wide receivers, points galore. Calvin Ridley continues to dominate. Scored another two touchdowns. He's he's legit, man. That yeah yeah absolutely. That is insane. Yeah, he's just yeah. crazy. Solid, solid production. Uh, Julio Jones disappoints. I don't necessarily blame him. I don't know if he's you know it doesn't appear that he's hurt. It's just the way the cookie crumbled this week. Russell Gage stepped up in a major way. Uh, you know, we talked about him in the waiver segment for this week. Uh, Hayden Hurst, another, he, he delivered in a way he didn't last week. Are you all in on Hurst? Is he in your top 10, just outside, rosterable? Nah, he, what do you think? He's he's borderline rosterable for me. I, I would, he's definitely not in my top 10, um, but he, he, he is rising for me. I just don't know. I, I don't like him over a lot of other rosterable tight ends, like players on that same level. Yeah. All right. Interesting. It's not, a, it's not a bad option. It's not, you can't, you're not going to go wrong with Hayden Hurst, but I, he's not going to win you weeks. Yeah. I liked his involvement. Uh, I'm definitely a fan there. Uh, not in my top 10, uh, but he's rising. He's somebody that, that I can see, can see potential, especially in this offense. Um, Todd Gurley, you know, would you say you're disappointed? Is he performing the way you expected? Yeah, about expected. I, we both, I think predicted that this was going to be a shootout. So Gurley not getting a rushing touchdown, only 61 yards. I would say that's as expected. Yeah. And I think that's going to be Todd Gurley's shtick. It's a touchdown or bust for Todd Gurley. Uh, and unfortunately he did not score. So that's the way it went. 
Over to the Cowboys side of the ball, Zeke's a beast, Dak's a beast. Uh, you know, how would you break down these wide receivers? Uh, Amari Cooper's stone number one, but CeeDee Lamb is ridiculously involved, way more than I thought. I mean, I expected CeeDee Lamb to be a, a, a very solid receiver later on, but just instantly week one i was impressed by him week two even more he led the team in receiving yards um six receptions as well that's awesome that is definitely rosterable borderline flex for me that's two great weeks in a row uh i don't know if i want to put him ahead of michael gallup as of right now but i would say ask me next week and that answer might change yeah he might be better than gallup yeah, he's impressing in a major way. So I'm right there with you, uh, and I have it ranked that way. You know, right now I do still have Gallup ahead, but CD Lamb is he's very impressive. Um, you know, I don't think there's any any big surprises there. Yeah. Um, you know, next up we have the L.A. Rams taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Rams won. It was a big game for the Rams. Goff bounced back in a positive way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, other big takeaways here. Cooper cup. Welcome yeah. back to Great game performance. Uh, would have liked to see him score a touchdown, but it will come. Yeah. Higby uh, took all of that. Yeah. Higby eight huge, huge day for Higby. Um, you know, disappointing week one, uh, huge, huge, huge week two. Mm-hmm. I think he is absolutely in the top 10 tight end consideration, yeah. especially the way they're using him in his offense. Robert Woods scores a touchdown, a welcome sight. When this team is firing in all cylinders, they mm-hmm. are great. So as far as receivers, I think you start them all. You can start Higby. You can start Woods. You can start Cup and feel good about it. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to the running game, you know, Malcolm Brown, disappointed. Uh, but Daryl Henderson stepped up in a major way. Cam Akers was hurt with a rib injury. Um, for all the people who spent big on Malcolm Brown, I apologize because, you know, it. I think it's going to be a committee. It's going to be similar yeah. to the Ravens where, you know, how are you great. doing today? So Daryl Henderson, you know, teacher's pet. Uh, I, this is a tough situation, man. Um, would you start Malcolm Brown or Henderson? Um, that's a, that's a really, really tough one. I, you got to play who's hot. I would go Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, wouldn't be in a rush to start either one of these guys, mm. uh, between the two Henderson put up the yards this week. Malcolm Brown put up a huge performance last week, uh, but that was with Henderson hurt. So with Henderson healthy, it looks like it's his show. So I wouldn't go all in with my waiver wire bid on him, but I think you could certainly do worse. And if you have the number one running back for this Rams team, you have a solid running back. And that is how I feel about that. (laughs) Over to the Eagles side of the ball. Uh, I was really concerned about Miles Sanders. Uh, The first series of the game, he fumbled. And I'm like, oh, that's not great. Um, And anybody who was concerned about his injury, the Eagles were not. They gave him the workload. Uh, over 20 touches, and he got it done. He had a really good day statistically. He's locked in as the RB1 for this team, and he didn't really share his workload at all with Boston Scott. So Sanders, he's healthy. I think he's a locked and loaded RB1. Absolutely. That's a 
It's a very good game involved in the passing game as well. Uh, definitely carrying the workload from here on out. Yeah, Wentz struggled. Uh, this is a really bad O-line. He doesn't have time to throw. Jalen Rager, I like his involvement. I do think he has a chance to be the breakout rookie this season. If you do have a roster spot, I'd be okay taking the shot on Rager. Yeah. Uh, I'm not starting him, but you know I do see a lot of potential there in this offense. Ertz, Goddard, man, a, yeah. a tale of two tight ends. Um, if it was one tight end, that would be a really good day. <laughs> but because it was split between two, not as great. So, you know, I think moving forward, I would continue to start Ertz. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would still have Goddard as a back end tight end one. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I'd put him as well. Bada bing, bada boom, making it easy, my friend. Next up, we had the Detroit Lions failing to beat the Green Bay Packers. They had a lead. Go Green Bay had Packers. Had a lead, and they didn't score for two quarters. Yeah, uh, Lions are a bad team. Uh, running back situation, I believe Karrion Johnson had the most points. He had, yeah, um, he had the most rushing, or I guess yeah. he, he had the rushing touchdown. Adrian Peterson had the most rushing yards. Yeah. Swift was the most involved in the receiving game. Which is disgusting. You have all three of these players with different things they did yeah. well. So yeah. that's not a situation Terrible. I want. Um, I'm all hands off. Uh, if I have to roster one of them, it's Swift. Because he's a rookie um, with the most upside. Mm-hmm. But barf. Uh, Kenny Galladay hopefully comes back soon. Matthew Stafford struggled. Uh, and it makes sense. He's missing his wide receiver one. This is man. Marvin Jones scored, uh, and that's just about it for what Marvin Jones did. So Marvin Jones, even when Galladay comes back, I think he is a awesome flex. But yeah, no, this is a rough team, and I think Matt Patricia might not be in Detroit next year. Yeah, it's uh, just a shame, but I think Galladay should be back. Uh, it, it looks like next week. So Yeah, we'll well, see yeah how... fingers crossed. I know, right? We'll see how this team changes. Uh, and Hawkinson, you know, I disappointing week in my opinion. Um, but he know, still was the top receiver on the team. The top two receivers were was a tight end and a running back. Yeah, that's uh, not something you're most excited about. No. Uh, Andrew, where do you have Hawkinson? Uh, I have him as a mid-round TE2. Yeah, I I don't have him in my top 15. I'm yeah. not really interested in him. There's other players I like better. Yeah, makes sense. Um, over the Packers side of the ball, my apologies to Aaron Jones. The guy's a beast. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be with the Packers next year, but I'll be damned. That guy, he's good. He Calm gets down. it done. What the heck? Man? Um, Devontae Adams, unfortunately hamstring injury. Um, but it's looking like it might not be very serious. So we are hoping he is back next week. MVS. I just cannot stand. The guy has butter hands. He, he drops the ball. Oh my like god! Twice a it game drives me insane. It, yeah, not not fantasy relevant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it is Devonte Adams. No other receiver, no other tight end. Mm. It's Aaron Rodgers. You're starting Adams. You're starting Jones uh, and Jones, obviously. And that's yeah, it. that's it. Um, I will say this Packers offense is much more potent uh, than I would have expected. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations Packers and the last game we have to review is the Washington professional football franchise who got eviscerated by the Arizona Cardinals 
here's a key takeaway is scary. Terry is a good wide receiver. Terry McLaurin. He's a beast. He's getting it done with a terrible quarterback for situation. Dwayne Haskins at QB. Imagine if they put in Alex Smith. Uh, yeah, that'd could be interesting. Be, could be even better if Smith <laughs> can stand up. Could be. Love the guy. So. Uh, yeah, good good guy by all accounts. Um, other than Scary Terry, you know, Gibson showed flashes. You know, I'd be excited to own him. Yeah. I wouldn't be in any rush to start him, um, but he's definitely somebody that looks like could turn into something special other than those That's two it. players don't any, touch anyone. don't touch anyone no yep uh cardinals on the opposite side of that coin uh, this is go. a really good cardinals team granted everybody looks better against washington uh but deandre hopkins stud yep uh kyler murray in the mvp consideration mm-hmm. if you ask my oh so humble he's, opinion he's only behind russell wilson for me uh, and I mean, the irony is, I was making this comparison all off season. He is like the new Russell Wilson. Yeah, you said it. You said it in the preview episode. Yeah, yeah. And those are the top two for me right now for MVP candidates. It's the small hands and the people that run around like crazy people. That's that is man. That's how you play football. Run around like crazy people. That's how you get an elite quarterback. Play baseball first. Yep, exactly. You yep. found the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kenyon Drake. How would you evaluate that performance? Uh, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed because uh, 20 carries heavily involved, 86 yards. I would have liked the touchdown, obviously, but I, I'm i not that upset. I I wish he's done. he did more, but this Washington D-line is actually pretty solid. So 86 yards, I'm, I'm happy with. I'm not going to freak out. Yeah, I'm not angry, but I am disappointed. Yeah. Uh, certainly would have wanted more, uh, but this Washington defense is actually not too bad. It's a weird thing. They've got a really good line. So, yeah. Jeez, you know, Sean. you just got to take your lumps. Better days are ahead for the Drakester. Um, that Drake-ster. wraps up our our recap uh, for all the week two games. Um, we can wrap this up with our glads and sads. Andrew, Let's do it. who is yes. the first player who made you glad this week? Mike Kosicki. Break it down. Preach. Break it down. So Mike Kosicki going up against a tough Buffalo defense. He was targeted a whopping 11 times, eight receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown, not Beast. to mention that one-hand grab was absolutely ridiculous. I love seeing his involvement. Um, uh, we both predicted an amazing season for him, and uh, he's showing it. Yeah, he was a huge breakout candidate for us uh, and for a lot of people. You know, let's not give us all the credit there. Um, But yeah, happy to see he's capitalizing on it. After a week, week one, (laughs) he put up an awesome week two. So yeah, that's a great pick, Andrew. Um, My first is Austin Eckler. After a nondescript week one with Tyrod Taylor, uh, week two, heavily involved, 16 rushes, four receptions, Herbert looked to him frequently. Uh, I was really inspired. You know, a lot of people were freaking out about Eckler. Uh, my advice was to hold tight and see what happens. And this last week was a big arrow pointing up. Uh, I'm excited about Eckler. He showed that he is still who we thought he was. Um, and I think you are going to get the production you expected from Austin Eckler. Good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm glad for Calvin Ridley. Here's a here's a ridiculous stat. 
from week 11 last year until now, he has been a top 10 wide receiver. That is crazy. Seven receptions, 109 yards, two TDs. Uh, technically, he's a wide receiver too, but he's he's playing like a top end. Like you said earlier, I think what last episode, he based on stats, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Having that breakout performance is just awesome. So I'm I'm really glad for him. Um, he's he's Julio Jones's replacement. Not that I'm I'm not saying that Julio Jones is done, but but man, well, they got a great receiving core, especially man, with a high octane offense. If he could have a wide receiver who gets the yardage of Julio with the touchdowns of Calvin Ridley, yeah, <laughs> you would have the. I mean, you'd have Jerry Rice. Um, yeah, that is a great pick, my friend. Um, my next one is Miles Sanders. There were a lot of question marks to begin the season, especially with his injury. Uh, people didn't really know the involvement he was going to have, if he'd look effective, uh, but he showed up in a big way. 20 rushes, that signifies the Eagles are not afraid to involve him. Seven targets involved in the passing game, 95 rushing yards and a touchdown. That's the workload we were hoping for from a number one pick or a round two pick uh, in fantasy drafts. This is a Eagles team that looks less impressive than recent years, uh, but they're still going to put up points. So Miles Sanders, very happy he still put up numbers. All right, my next player is Deontay Johnson, the wide receiver out of Pittsburgh. Uh, he didn't have the best first week, um, but you know he, he looked better during the second half. But this week, targeted 13 times, 92 yards, and a touchdown He's been targeted by Big Ben a whopping 23 times over these last two games. He led the team in targets, catches, and receiving yards last game. He scored a 28-yard touchdown. Uh, he's he's really stepping it up. And I I think at, at this point, he's startable from, from now on. So very glad for him. Yeah, great pick. And my final one is A.J. Green. Uh, now, I know what you're thinking. If you started A.J. Green, you are probably not feeling all that glad. Uh, however, I'm glad about his future. He is getting heavily, heavily targeted. Uh, and it's only a matter of time before before Joe Burrow uh, puts everything together. Um, you know, we saw week one. It was pretty off. <laughs> uh, week two. A little bit closer, still out of reach for Green. Uh, but I think week three, moving forward, he got 13 targets. That's huge. Um, and he could have very easily had a touchdown, a rare miss by A.J. Green. I'm excited. You know, I really think the future is bright for Green and Burrow. I'm in A.J. Green. That involvement, that opportunity, I, I'm going to keep saying it if you can trade for aj green absolutely uh that wraps up our glads so we can jump right into the sads we'll end it on a sad note glass half empty i'll start tom brady um you know i with the pandemic off season that these teams had it was gonna be a tough jump for tom brady you can surround a man with weapons like he has in in tampa bay um, it doesn't mean it's always going to go smoothly. Uh, Godwin's out. It, it just looks like he hasn't quite found his mojo. 
he's not bad, um, but he's certainly not not lighting anybody on fire. He made me sad. It was hard to see such a legend struggle, um, especially against a lowly Carolina Panthers team uh, who has been prone to getting torn up. So, Tom Brady, you made me sad this week. All right, my next player is, well, I guess my first sad player is Allen Robinson. Ooh, that must hurt. That must have hurt for you. It really, really does. You got week one against Detroit, week two against the New York Giants. Those are two great matchups, and he really did not perform. No touchdowns. Um, just uh, at about a hundred yards out of uh, combined in those two games. I thought after week one, I was like, okay, maybe Mitch Trubisky can can do something this year. I, I wasn't saying, you know, he's going to be a top 10 or anything like that, but I thought he could be a capable quarterback to feed Allen Robinson the ball. And, man, he, yeah, that, that did not work. Did not work. Only 33 <laughs> yards, three receptions for Allen Robinson. Obviously, I'm not saying drop him. I'm not saying bench him because he is talented enough to be a, a number one. But – just a just another disappointing week and uh you know we'll we'll see next week i i hope at this time next week he uh he can be in my glad section going up against atlanta so you can expect to shoot out there but you know for now he's got to be in here yeah no that's a solid solid pick uh my next one is kind of a cop out uh Cortland sutton you know i had very very high hopes very talented receiver. Um, this is a not so great team that had a star and knew it. I am very sad he's out for the season. I thought he really could break out in a major way. It made me sad to see Sutton out for the season. Yep. Uh, you want to talk cop out? Let's, uh, let's bring back that goose egg, Will Fuller. <laughs> Will Fuller. I mean, going up against a top defense like Baltimore, you can expect a bad game. But zero receptions, nothing. You didn't touch the ball at all. I Man, he's really that boomer bus player. I, I could have seen maybe a, just one reception for an 80-yard touchdown. I, I, I thought maybe that, but he literally did nothing this entire game. So this is kind of another cop-out, but Will Fuller is a, is a very big sad for me. Yeah, no, I think that is, that's a very applicable, sad player. Uh, my final one, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, somebody that people were hoping were was going to have a pretty big bounce back has not happened that way. Five targets in this game against a very beatable Vikings defense. Only had 28 yards, and he dropped a potential touchdown in this game. Um, that's tough to see. He's not getting a whole ton of opportunities and of the targets he's getting, he's dropping some of them. So T Y Hilton, man, I hope he's able to piece it together. Uh, certainly could happen. He should get more targets because of the injuries on the team, but man, up to this point, and especially this past week, he made me sad, low involvement, dropped opportunities. T Y Hilton, you're breaking my heart. There you go. Uh, that's a really good one. Actually. Uh, I got another wide receiver. Apparently, I'm, I'm just all about wide receivers this week. <laughs> but uh, I went with Brandon Ayuk out of the San Francisco 49ers. You're going up against the New York Jets. 
what a matchup. There can't be a better matchup in the NFL. Uh, you got Debo Samuel injured, George Kittle injured. Uh, there's really nothing there. This is this was his opportunity to, to step it up and, and rise to the occasion, but he caught two balls for 21 yards. Oh, that was it. Two balls, 21 yards. He's a first-rounder. I was really hoping for a great week out of him, kind of kickstart his career, but guess I got to keep waiting. <laughs> uh, I won't be too harsh on Ayuk. No, I'm not. Young. He's still, I mean, uh, he's not rosterable in, in regular leagues, but if you're in a dynasty, he's still a, an awesome guy, so awesome signing. Yeah, well, Andrew, that wraps up our recap uh, for week two as well as our glad and sad categories uh to our listeners thank you so much for listening we do greatly appreciate it you are what keeps us going uh, if you could do us a favor on whatever platform you are using to listen to us uh, please leave a review it speaks volumes uh, to what we're doing here uh, and helps move this podcast in a positive direction So thank you so much for listening. Uh, Later this week, we will bring to you a preview of week three, as well as uh, how to replace your roster (laughs) and options (laughs) to uh, replace uh, injured players. So thank you all so much. Hopefully the injury bug will stay away from all of you lovely people. We'll talk to you later this week. Catch you next time.